Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to the last episode of We Need to Talk for wow. season one. Yeah, we made it. I'm your yeah. host, Melinda, and I'm joined by my co-host, Carmel. What up, people? We're 20 episodes in. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had over the last couple months. We're going to be taking a couple weeks off after today, and then we're going to come back with some really great topics. We're going to be adding some live video. Mm-hmm. Got a lot going on, so make sure you are following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and make sure you've subscribed on YouTube, on iTunes podcast, on Spotify. You guys know the deal. Get in. Just make sure you, you connect with us. So for our last episode for this season, I want to do something a little different because mm. we got we got the comment that, oh, we, you guys always talk about things that are so serious. It's like, yeah, because we need to talk about them. But we need to talk about some other things too. So yeah. I told Carmel, I don't know if any of you follow me on YouTube, but I used to do this segment on my YouTube called Things I Hate Right Now. And I was just talking about pet peeves. But today we want to talk about things that we hate right now, but also some of our guilty pleasures. Just once, you guys can get to know us a little bit more beyond our views in politics mm. and culture and entertainment. And just because we want to end on a happy note, because we have been very serious it's, this whole it's been, season. It's been a rough season. It has. It's not it's our fault, rough, though. It's not. It's, it's it's the country and the world that we live in. So we, we, we've we had a lot to talk about, but we're going to end with some fun things. So we need to talk about a couple of things that uh, really uh, get under my skin. Mm. And one of the ones that I hate is group dinners. Group dinners? I cannot stand no we're, we need to talk okay. about this i can't stand group dinners and this is the reason being i am a vegan who doesn't drink there is no way that i mm. think it should be split evenly if all i got was water and a salad and y'all are ordering mm. all kinds of alcohol you're ordering meat left Steaks. and right all these appetizers yeah. the bill comes and it's like oh well everybody just split it evenly uh no <laughs> mine was ten dollars and i'm gonna get 15 because i'm gonna tip and that's it I cannot stand group dinners. I can't stand when everybody has a card, nobody ever has cash, and you think that everybody has to split the bill evenly when one person was being a glutton and another person wasn't eating anything. Wow. I, I get the group dinner uh, annoyance because of the cars and all that, but I never thought about it from the vegan, non-drinking aspect. Because mm-hmm. mm. I don't drink either, and I'm like pseudo-fake vegan, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I yeah, if you just got a salad and some water, that that's... That's interesting. So then what do you, I mean, you still just, do you stand up and say, no, I'm not paying that? Or like, I put down my cash and and then I leave and that's the end of the conversation. Wow. But like when you've gone to group dinners, Mm -hmm. do you, is there an expectation that everybody splits it evenly? Yeah. For for the most part, I think like I've not been in a situation where someone said, oh, I only did this. I think people just put in normally what they think they ate or what what makes sense because it's just to keep the night light, whatever. But yeah, if you're the lone vegan non drinker in in the group, that, that's different. I yeah. get that. I mean, I if it's that. a birthday for a friend, I'll obviously give more to help pay for their meal. But in general, I don't get down like that. Yeah. So, like, if you got the salad and the water, and another dude here got the the steak and the baked potato and a and bottle of wine, and a bottle of wine. Yeah, and he's still putting in twenty, and you putting it. Yeah. I, okay, I get that. I get that. Okay. And I'm also paying for you guys to live a lifestyle that I don't agree with. <laughs> Can we talk about that? I'm paying for y'all okay. to eat dead animal. That I don't agree with. <laughs> wow. I'm actually not that kind of vegan. I so don't how, care how, what you do. But. How often do you go on group dinners where you're the lone vegan? Oh, I, I stopped that long time ago. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But because I was getting annoyed by it. And my husband don't like going on group dinners either because 
he doesn't eat red meat. He'll do like, you know, fish and chicken on occasion, but sometimes he's vegetarian vegan when he goes out and he'll drink or whatever, but it's always one of those situations. Just like, I didn't get as much as this person next to me. This person was ordering everything on the menu because they are under the assumption that everybody's going to split it evenly. And I just don't think that's cool. I think you pay for what you order. That's crazy. I don't think I've been in that situation where one person ordered a lot of food and didn't just pay for what they ordered. Like, People are selfish. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. So my my first major pet peeve is in that same vein of okay. eating out. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't stand Korean barbecue. See, so what, what happens to Korean barbecue? It's the I've stupidest never thing ever. I mean, okay, the food itself is okay. It's good. But I am paying to cook. <laughs> I really? do not. You, so it's not you, even like a. Um, like it's a not like situation? no, no. It's not Tepon or it's not like mm-hmm. sushi guys making mm-hmm. it for me. They bring you the food, turn on your stove, and <laughs> you get to cooking. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm paying twenty bucks to come in here and slave over a barbecue. There's, it, it makes no. The last time I went, I didn't touch anything other than my plate. That is so I was funny. not cooking anything. I'm Wait, like, so what is it? Obviously, because they don't have any vegan stuff, I'm assuming that's why I've never been. So what's involved with Korean barbecue? Like, what do they bring you? Okay, so like, you have this big circular, like, pan-looking barbecue thing, and they set a bunch of side dishes around it, small things like cabbage, some onions or whatever, and okay. then they ask you, like, for three meats. Okay. So you can get, like, some kind of barbecue pork, you can get, like, chicken or shrimp or whatever and they bring you out three plates and you just dump it on this thing and you just move it around and pick it up and as it cooks you give each person their little piece how do you know that it cooks like what if somebody don't know how to cook so that's another thing you have to find someone who actually knows how to cook and usually i feel like that's me because you can't cook <laughs> you can't mess up chicken like you you have got to cook that right okay and then or or pork or whatever it is so like <laughs> i usually would just step up and do it because i don't want to get you know e coli or salmonella the last time we went, you know, my other buddy, he knew how to cook, so he cooked it. But my other buddy, who's actually a very uh, hypochondriac about chicken, watched him the whole time cook it. So they're both fighting over cooking it. So I'm cool. I'm like, whatever. I'm fine. But yeah, that's another thing. You got to find a person who can cook, who knows what they're doing, who doesn't burn it or undercook it. Mm-hmm. And like, we paid for this. I paid to come cook? I'm like, there's no way. And people love it. Every Korean was a gin. Gin is like packed. Really? All the time. Everyone I've been to... 45 minute wait. And I'm like, all these people are waiting to, to cook. cook. Their own food. They just do it at home. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I think, I don't know if you saw this, it was on Reddit or was, uh, on Facebook or whatever, but I think it was a Korean barbecue when they brought out the chicken because everything's raw, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And the chicken moved like it's tendons. Oh, like, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, no, yeah. first of all. I was like, first of all, why is it, its tendons still moving? That means you like killed and, and, and defeathered this chicken. Back in the kitchen like because it ago. is fresh. Yeah. Because the fact that it was still moving, because you know when when animals and, and humans die, there's still a, a amount of like activity that still chronic, happens yeah. within mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. So that's what clearly what was happening on that plate. I, I was like, this I, is why I don't eat meat. <laughs> this is exactly why I don't eat meat. Yeah. And well, they said it's fresh, so I mean, I can't. you trust it. Yeah, this is fresh. So what, what they got moving. a chicken coop back there? Probably. I, I mean, can't. that's yeah. No. Well, so to go to my second one that that we need to talk about, it kind of is in line with that uh, you do yourself type stuff. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand self checkouts at the store. That's an interesting. I one. know, it, but this is the reason being. So one, you always end up having to talk to an associate anyway. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. something goes wrong. Something goes wrong. Yeah. 
there's an error. You put it on the thing and it's like, please put this back. This isn't the right weight. <laughs> da, 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 da. So it's like, so then you got all these errors. Then you got to wait for the one person that's working all 12 of the self checkouts and say at Target or at the grocery store or CVS to come and help you. And then they got to do their code and they got to mm-hmm. slide their yeah, card. And that's yeah, like, yeah. I could have just been in line with you in the first place and sliding this. Like I get the convenient people think it's more convenient, but I actually think it's not as convenient. I really don't. I, I Okay. I agree with that. I think out of five times I go, Three times, I, I get the necessity to ask someone to come help me. Right. Yeah. Okay. I get that. You know? I get that. And so it may be a little faster still, but the fact that someone has to come over does annoy me. And it takes the, the whole point. Yeah. Because you know that people only go to self check it because they don't want to have to do it. Right. I don't want to see anybody. <laughs> and the person that always comes over is like the one oldest person that works there, punches the button, the code three times, and then the card, and then it finally goes. It's never a young person. Uh, See, I've always had that young one that's like, clearly they had to get a job because they're in high school and their parents told them to and they don't want to be bothered. Yeah, I never, well, I've never gotten out. It's always an old person with glasses. Oh, bless their heart. That is so funny. I mean, they're not really doing anything. They're kind of just watching us and then happen someone happens to like okay mess it up they go and fix it but then i think i don't also don't get is the bag thing i know the whole law <laughs> yes yes they got rid of bags but I, I i don't get what the reason was do you know why that happened i think it was to save plastic to be honest but i can still get a bag yeah but and you, funny you is charged for it every other store besides grocery stores still gives you bags yeah yeah and it, this is the counties like i was in where was i at and the, is it a california law no i was in vegas mm-hmm and they gave me a bag. And I felt like, wait, wait, why are they giving me a bag? Like, oh, oh I'm, not, I'm not in California. So I don't understand, like, is it really saving money or I saving mean, plastic? I like the encouragement of, of bringing your own, you know, canvas bag, your own tote bag, bag your own groceries. But Never at that point, it. so it's like, I'm shopping for my food. I'm scanning my food. I'm bagging my food. What? Why are you even here? Why, why are you here? And I've never brought bags. I have. I, I don't do, do it. <laughs> I, I, I put do. them in my car. I'm like, yeah, okay, I got bags. I'll get ready. Right. I get out of the car. I get inside the store. Uh, where's my bags? Every but time. I, I'd be curious to see what the research was, and I should look this up, of like how bad like plastic bags have been for the environment and why we change it. Because now a lot of grocery stores even just have paper bags, and they don't even have plastic bags anymore. Or they're just like, we ain't got no bags, so you either carrying all these groceries or you bring your own bag. And then like straws now. That's a new one, right? I Straws are gone now, right? I hate paper straws more than anything Paper straws are stupid. Because That's it's disintegrating basically in my mouth. It's like I rolled up <laughs> literally a piece of paper and just decided to suck a beverage out of it. It tastes, I feel like I'm drinking paper. Yeah. I, I, so I get the, the plastic straws are hurting the environment. Well, now the paper straw is hurting me. So it's, it's, it's either one's wrong. <laughs> I can, can get can down we go with back? the metal straw though. Metal straws? Yeah, you haven't seen those? They have metal straws? Yeah, they have metal straws. I can get down wow. with those. Those are fine. Okay. Those are fine. Um, but the paper straws are so gross because they just get wet and wet and wet and then it's just a soggy piece of paper that you're sucking this thing out of like if you go to starbucks or coffee bean or whatever they have paper straws now and i'm like this is just i can't so a paper straw and like it's paper yeah how's it supposed to survive through liquid like i don't don't get it what was the point doesn't that is the point that is why i have a problem with it Metal straws. Now they have like metal straws of like copper or something. That might that's actually healthy, like iron. Yeah, I don't know what they're That'd made out cool. of, but okay. but there are, there are metal straws. You can buy them on mm. Amazon, and they're they're reusable, obviously. But yeah, the paper straw thing, it's an, I'm, I'm I'm not a fan. I'm not it. a fan at all. It. So it's funny that we get on straws because that was unintentional. But my next one I hate. Okay, has straws, sort of incorporated. I hate boba. Oh, okay. okay. I do not get the okay. love of boba. Cora got up on that one. She don't like boba either. <laughs> 
like it's like tapioca balls. Yeah, I refuse to have it. I don't even know what it tastes like because it freaks me out that there's little black balls at the bottom. Really, of the <laughs> like it's just I don't. It I can't. sounds and looks disgusting. I've yeah. had it once. As soon as it goes through the straw, uh-huh. it's like sucking a loogie <laughs> through your nose. But now I'm bringing it the other way. Like I'm intentionally drinking a snot rocket, and just and then there's a there's a nice like. Uh, rubbery package around it and I'm going to explode. Wait, it's so, disgusting. So what is it? That, like, what does it taste like? I'm so, I so, will never try it because dude, the thought of it, I'm really a textural person and it fits oh, me. Oh yeah. What if, is you it got, if you got like, texture issues, yeah. don't, don't what bother. Is it, what does it taste like? Is it's tapioca. So, it's, ta- it, it's supposed to taste like tapioca. All I taste is the rubber or whatever. It's, it's yeah. the gelatin that encapsulates this thing and then just explodes. I'm like, what was the point of this? Who thought this yeah, was good? I don't, I don't understand the point of it because it's supposed to, is it supposed to enhance the drink? Does it add extra flavor? Like what is, I, I honestly feel like it's just something thought someone dropped some probably in a, in a shake once thought, well, shoot, I'm not going to scoop these out. Let me just get a straw and suck them out and thought, Oh, this is kind of cool. It's not. It's not cool at all. It's freaking weird. But then someone came up with it and people are doing it. People love boba. Yeah. Oh, it's a huge thing. I, I, I mean, they have boba tea places specifically dedicated to boba. A whole place to suck balls <laughs> out of a drink. Are we really doing this, people? Like, what are we thinking? I mean, it's a thing. I it's don't like, even know when it came to became like a huge like trend. It's like if you put seeds in the bottom of a salad and just suck the seeds out of the salad with a straw. No one's doing that. <laughs> but people put seeds in their salad. But you just but you but eat you it with eat the them. salad. Like, but I guess there's no. I guess there's just there'd be no other place for a tapioca ball. I mean, there shouldn't be a place. For it shouldn't. Thing. Tapioca ball should not exist at all. It, it doesn't even make even any sense. <laughs> First of all, I don't even like tapioca that much. Yeah, yeah. I can't now, if it was like tapioca. banana pudding or something like that in the bottom of a shake, I, maybe. But why does it have to be in a gelatin ball? It it freaks me out. I'm not gonna lie. Can you just put put the pudding at the bottom of the shake? And I'll just drink the shake. See, even that though, it's like no, I just. Don't I mean, it's like shake. parfaits and all that, right? Like yeah, you know, it's so like layers of, of and dessert trifles and stuff. Yeah, but uh, I don't like that. I don't like I'm with you on either. that. I'm with okay, you on good. that. I've never had good. boba, but I've never tried it for that reason because it freaks me out. Good. Yeah. Don't bother. Uh, moving on to something else that a lot of people think is cool and makes a difference, and I completely disagree with. And it's going to sound very odd coming from me being such a social justice warrior as, as I am and someone who stands up for everything. I cannot for the life of me, and I literally just performed at, at one of these yesterday, um, but I, I don't understand marches. Hate we, do, we need to talk about the point of marches and marches and boycotts and all that stuff. I do not get it. Now, look, if that's your thing and if it makes you feel like you're doing something, more power to you. Mm. I think it's great. I don't think it brings awareness to anything. Uh, I don't think that it changes anybody's mind. I don't think that, um, for example, I performed at Animal Rights March. I've been vegan for 13 years. And I've actually gotten, not I wouldn't say turned people vegan, but I've definitely gotten people interested in the vegan lifestyle. They've asked me questions. And I always start with like, hey, there's just some really good vegan food out there. Mm -hmm. Later, Mm -hmm. you can find out there are really horrible conditions that these animals are in. And you also don't need to have dairy. You just don't need it. You know, so there's a process for me, at least, when I try to expose people to what a plant-based lifestyle means and what um, animal rights is and things like that. But marching about it, I (sighs) don't get because all you're doing is is, it's an echo chamber. You're, You're marching with people that, Already the agree. Way, that already agree and think the way that you do. And that's how I feel about marches in general. When we have the women's march, when we have the pride march, when we have, you know, all these other marches, I'm just like, who who, are, who 
who is who's watching? out there? You're all going for the same reason. The people's minds that you need to change are not there. They don't want to go. <laughs> or hear it. They don't want to hear it. So you all, 100,000, you go out there to talk about the same thing. No, you're talking to each other. You're talking to each other. Like, okay. It's like, well, we agree, right? We agree. Yeah, all right. Now you go home. Like, I don't that, get it. That part. And then you just go you home. You just go home. <laughs> it's like, is there a call to action? Are we doing something? Like, I just, I'm very much, I, I'm all for writing letters to your senators. Mm-hmm. I'm all for, you know, um, raising funds for, you know, doing petitions even. Because maybe, like, for a petition, like, let's say you go through change.org and do a petition and then send that. And it's like, hey, this many people in your district or your city or your county don't want this to happen. And to me, that can say something to like a representative, like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that they mm-hmm. even cared about this. Right. But marching around the streets of downtown LA, ain't nobody paying attention to you. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. And I remember the Million Man March, and mm-hmm. that was a great show of solidarity. Yeah. I still don't know what we accomplished. Like, brothers, I get we did it. We was there. Right, right. But like, what did we do? Well, what was the point of the Million Man March? I, th- I honestly, right now, I don't know. I know it's a bunch of brothers got together. We went down to D.C. Yep. I forget what the climate was at the time. Mm-hmm. But I just know, and I don't even think it was a million, but we had a lot of brothers out there marching. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, great. But I, now, like you said, if there was a petition, if there was something out there where we all signed it that something day. Something tangible. Something tangible. Yeah. And then submitted that, and like, Wow. X amount of people came out and supported this. It's something we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, I didn't like you said. I wasn't aware this existed. This this um, this feeling or sentiment towards this issue. Okay, now let's address it. Just to go out there, like I don't. I don't okay, we, we're black and we're men. Cool. Like what? It didn't do anything to me. Yeah. Now I know we talked earlier about this. The march, you know, with Martin Luther King and all that. That was one time where that worked. And I almost feel like that precedent. Is kind of handicapped us. Like we saw that work, so now that's our go-to. Let's march because this one thing happened back in the '60s that was effective. But yeah. I'm like, okay, it's almost like Kaepernick kneeling now. Yeah, he did it. He brought awareness. He's not kneeling anymore. Yeah, he's moved on. He's got right. several foundations. He's out there making a difference. He's doing stuff now. Cats are still kneeling. I'm like, no one cares anymore. Like it's but not. See, and that's I like that you said that because that was the thing with Kaepernick that I feel like people don't realize. It's like he made awareness and then he actually did his call to action. Yes, he put his awareness to action. Like he did the work. Right. He's like, I'm drawing attention to this because it's an issue, and now I'm gonna go do the work to fix it. And then now watch me as I do this. Right. Now he kept the spotlight on himself with you know your rights organization. Mm-hmm. All his foundations, people saw him in his cash break. He donated actually a million dollars to these things that happened. Versus, I'm just gonna kneel and go home. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. People do stuff and go home. Like there's no kind of follow through with any yeah. of these marches. I've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. something happen. Like you just said, we're all on the same page. <laughs> we all agree, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm okay, all for meetings. What? I yeah, love meetings. Sure. You come up with ideas. You figure out, you know, okay, what are we gonna do? Kind of get on the ground sort of like grassroots kind of campaigning to figure things out, but just marching and yelling, I don't know. Like, just... I remember going, well, I used to go to church a lot. We'd always have these Harvest Crusades. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of Christians go to a, you know, Angel Stadium and we, you know, sing a bunch of songs and get all riled up. And then like, you're supposed to bring an unsafe friend. Okay, so I get that. So there's like a, some kind of huge gathering where you bring someone who doesn't agree or get it or wants to understand more. Okay, now they kind of see it and experience it. Um, but other than that, like, so like if you had this rally for, you know, vegans, animal rights, and you brought someone who just likes to eat meat all day, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they were like, oh, wow, you guys are serious about this. And they would have got something, but you don't do that. Right. 
You just go. I, I feel like it's a lot of these marches are self-serving. I think people do these things, they boycott, so it shows like I'm doing something. I yeah. feel better because yeah. I went out and did this, yet you didn't really do anything, <laughs> right? but you feel better about what you're doing. I know one of the big ones right now in, in our community, as I talk about Kaepernick, is you know black folks not watching the NFL. And I... I guess I can put this on my list as well. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. I don't support not watching the NFL. I don't give it my money anyway, but mm-hmm. I still watch. I love football. Football's, mm-hmm. I mean, I probably watch too much football. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's, 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 it's bad. Um, but now guys saying, well, because what happened with Kaepernick and, and these other guys, I'm not going to watch. Kaepernick's boycott was not against the NFL. It was against police brutality. It wasn't even against the flag of the national anthem. Nothing, right. It was one specific thing, police brutality and injustice in our court systems. That was it. Matter of fact, he's still trying to get into the NFL that black people are boycotting, which is weird. His best friend, Eric Reed, got re-signed to the Panthers and is still kneeling and still in support of Kaepernick's. He's in the NFL, so I'm not going to watch the thing these guys are a part of and want to be a part of because I think their boycott was against. It's like you're so off. Like you don't get it. Plus, the NFL is making millionaires of black guys. Mm-hmm. They're creating generational wealth, ending generational curses for a lots of your people. Yeah. So you're not supporting them now. Right. Like I don't get I yeah. understand what you're thinking, but it's so off and so convoluted that you're you're as bad as the people who you think you're boycotting. Yeah. Because you're missing the point. So people who get mad at Kaepernick for what he's doing, and your boy kind of the NFL for what you think they're doing, everyone's missing it. <laughs> it's like you guys are all off. Fair, it's a fair point. Yep. So like I, yep. I, I, I get you don't want to watch what you're thinking, but you're not actually you're actually doing a disservice. You're actually taking money out of guys who are trying to make money for their families and support them and do what they need to do to get their family out of the the destitute and the you know the the poverty that they're in, and now you're not watching. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't get that. That's another one, Mike. Now that's the list. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I hear you. Uh, so now we want to switch uh, gears a little bit, and I want to talk about our guilty pleasures. Just things that we love, even though we know they're probably not great. A little uh, weird. Uh, one of my favorite that I love watching bad TV shows. Oh, yes. 100%. I mean, I just love it. And I know it's bad. The writing's bad. The casting's bad. <laughs> the acting's bad. The editing's bad. And I will sit there and just binge watch it. Oh yes, because it gives me joy. Like, and I love like Lifetime movies. Oh yes, I mean, yes. I don't know any. First of all, if you say you've never seen a Lifetime movie, you are lying. Yeah, because we all them. watch them, yeah. and we all watch Hallmark Christmas movies during Christmas time. Mm-hmm. That is just what we do, and they are guilty pleasures. It feels right. It does feel it feels right. right. It doesn't feel like Christmas without a Hallmark no. movie. And we get that as corny and sappy and sugary, but that's that's what it's, that's what the holidays are supposed to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Did Absolutely. you did you ever watch any? Um, Daytime soap opera. Um, absolutely. Really? Passions and Days of Our Lives <laughs> were my things. Passions. I still, okay. Oh, I still God. watch Passions to this day because Passions. the whole series is on YouTube. You're welcome. Wow. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll watch Passions sometimes when I'm like, working from home. Yeah, Passions was my okay. shit. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> my brother got me into um, All My Children. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to watch that. Was it Sunset Beach? Oh my God! You're taking me yeah, back. Yeah, Sunset Beach. Sunset Beach was on for like eight episodes, and they were like, "This is crap. We didn't take horrible. this out there." It was horrible. <laughs> Every dude wore the same pastel oh color shirt. God. Oh, I That's loved hilarious. it. I loved it. Sunset, Sunset Beach, Beach was all the my best. children. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Sunset Beach and Passions and Days of Our Lives those were mine. Passions. Yeah, oh, I forgot. Did about you that see one. Passions at all? Yes. I mean, yes. That was the most ridiculous. So proper with all like the supernatural yeah. and, and the witches and the demons and stuff. And I was just here for all of it. <laughs> I was here for all of it. My my brother, uh, who happened to have been just 
unemployed for like forever. Uh, that was the reason why I got in a lot of these these shows. I'm like, this is this is what you're doing. You're, you're watching soaps, and I'm like, I kind of like judged him for a minute. <laughs> and the reason why I watched him because I worked at night. And this is back when I was in college, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's it's very. I don't know if it's, it's entertaining it's little, because it's, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's a trainer. You can't look yeah. away. Right. It's entertaining and it's addicting. I always felt like politics was a lot like soap operas. Like it's oh, literally yeah. the same thing. I could go away and come back. It's the same people, same mm-hmm. stories. It's nothing ever changes. Absolutely. Literally, people stay and look exactly the same. And one day lasts for like three months on a soap right. opera. I, I remember that specifically. Someone was getting married. Mm-hmm. They were planning the wedding. I stopped watching, and then like three months later, the wedding was just <laughs> happening. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this takes yeah, this long? It takes that long in soap opera world. And that's why you can, and that's what's so funny. I mean, there is a specific format when it comes to soap operas, but like, I don't know if you've ever watched a couple days back to back. They repeat so many of the same Mm -hmm. dialogue so that if you did stop watching, you came back, you really don't miss anything because they keep you up to date with you reusing the dialogue and having the same scenes and having the same outfit, which is kind of funny because you can, you know, go away for a month and come back and nothing's, nothing's different. Man, that's actually takes some talent to write that way. I wonder what, cause that's a whole different format of writing the beats and that whole, it's not like writing for sitcoms or anything right. else. Like, how do they write that? Actually, yeah. To always have to write the same. I got to go back and make it not look, sound exactly the same, but, but you kind, kind of, of but yeah. kind of, wow. So what's one of your guilty pleasures, Carmel? So I oh, love taking pictures of abandoned chairs. What does that even mean? So any chair. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to explain okay. this. So I was driving down the street one day and I would see like a sofa or a love seat or just a chair like sitting on a curb. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it just struck me. And I just looked at this like each chair just has some kind of character. It was just speaking to me. And I'm like, you know huh. what? I'm going to take a picture of this chair. So I started taking pictures, and I actually have an Instagram page. Are you serious? Of abandoned chairs. I'm going to have to look this up. That sounds like a coffee table book. Wait, what's the Instagram? I, I, I'm literally looking this up right now. It's chairing is caring. No, it is not. Yes, it Could is. Could you be any cornier? It's so good. Chairing is, oh my God, here we go. You guys, this fool has so many <laughs> pictures on this Instagram. Yes. And these are just, oh my, you were serious. Yes. Oh my God. But what's going to happen now, people, is when you see a chair, you're going to see it. And like, oh, you're gonna I get it. Of, yeah. You're going to think of me. Like, th- this chair is just, it's speaking to me. Like, I, you're getting all artistic with this. Yes. Chair. I'm, and this is crazy because in LA, I mean, you know, you can leave your furniture out and someone will come pick it up or you can call and get it to pick up. This is crazy how many people leave. I mean, you got love seats, you got Everything. dining room chairs, you got sofas, bar stools, you got uh, like pool chairs. Wow, this is actually very interesting. This could be a coffee table book. Yeah, I really and like could I've make never up a seen story of 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 the, all of these chairs. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah. Okay. I'm with it. Okay. See. I'm with it. I, I every time I, I don't tell us share this story with a lot of people, but my friend told me today when I, when I mentioned this the, the podcast and the the uh, the topic, he's like, "Oh, you gotta mention your page." And I'm like, "Oh, I, I didn't plan on it." He's like, "No, you gotta this bring it up. You gotta a bring cool it up." Little hobby, but you know what would be even cooler, which you're not gonna do, but is if you picked all these chairs up and then like reupholstered them. Wow. But that would take a lot of time. That would, yeah, that would be a lot. That would actually be like your day. What's your actually life. interesting, it's not easy <laughs> to take pictures of these chairs. Because one, I, I look like a weirdo. 
And two, I'm, I'm driving, right? So I see the chair, and I'm, I have to make a split decision. Do I pull over and get this chair as I'm in freaking traffic? Yeah. So sometimes I've, I've gotten into trouble trying to t- get a picture of some of these chairs. Uh, my daughters now also send me pictures. Oh, my gosh. Um, I've got a couple of people I've told because I'm not, I'm not open to share with everyone yet. But if you guys get pictures, go ahead and send them to me. I'll, I might post them. I love it. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting when you start seeing, like, oh, okay, I see it now. Because, like, nine times out of ten, you just drive past a chair just sitting there. But now you stop and actually see one or two, you're like, wow. They, some of them are really charming. Yeah. Some have, like, some story behind it. And I'll, I'll often sit and think, what did this chair go through? Who yeah. sat in this chair? Where did it come from? What grandma had this chair for 20 years covered in plastic? And I just got rid of it. I like have all these ideas now, like being sparked in my mind. Like I could see this as like a television show, <laughs> almost. Like okay, and, but like I mean, when you just said all that, just like a chair. Like how how many people have sat in it? What the story is? It? How many conversations has that chair heard? Like mm-hmm. I'm getting all deep and existential about this, but that's interesting. See? That's a yeah. unique hobby. Yeah. Okay, okay. Get in on that, it. people. I'm with it. Um, okay, one of my other guilty pleasures. Y'all gonna judge me. I really don't care, but it kind of goes along with my hating bad TV shows. I love young adult novels. Wow. <laughs> like the teen section in the bookstore. Young adult novels? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to even say, oh my God, I love that stuff. It is ridiculous, because I love, okay, I just love like high school drama. So like you actually read these? 100%. Wow. I know. I know. I know. I go to okay. the young adult section <laughs> in Barnes and Noble and I try to find like a love story or like some thriller or some, some novel about like high school angst drama. Oh my God. I love that stuff. And John, John you support this? <laughs> you okay with this? This is nuts. I know. I know. He's like, can you read something like real? And I'm like, this is wow. real. So like, what's the last one you read? Uh, right now I'm currently reading, which was, goes into my bad TV shows. Uh, you, the book from the okay. series, you on Netflix and the book itself is so good. I love it. It's crazy. Wow. But then I just read, I read the one I finished before this was called, um, Oh my God. What was it called? Now I'm forgetting, but it was about four kids that were in five kids that were in detention and one kid <laughs> died and you're trying to figure out how he died. Wait, wait. And then you're learning about all of these kids, different characters. And I was like, Oh my God, this totally needs to be a Netflix movie. A kid died in detention. He died in detention. It was amazing. But I couldn't put the book down. That that's crazy. Yeah. Pretty little liars. Like all that stuff. That's all me. I love it. Wow. Judge me. I don't I, care. Come at me. Uh, Everybody has their thing. Okay? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a, but that's a, that's commitment to it read commitment. a bad book. I love it. But it's not even that it's, I mean, it's still entertaining and it, it's just so dramatic. It's like, oh my gosh. Cause you know, when you were in high school, everything was the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? True. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah, was the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, world. Right. Everything was dramatic, whatever. But reading it in book form is so entertaining. I love it. Did you watch... So I haven't watched any of the Twilights. Oh, I watched and read all of them. Oh, my God. Watched and read all of them. Wow. Yes, I did. Now, see, I, I, can, I can understand that my life. because that was a huge phenomenon, yeah. but you, you kept it going. I did. Wow. And I found other phenomenons, and I'm going to be on that train when they become phenomenons again. Wow. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I mean, I... There's things I like. I'll watch a bad show, but yeah. a book—that's a lot. That's hours. <laughs> I love it. I sometimes you just need to escape into like a fake, ridiculous world. And I get you can do that with a television show or a movie, but sometimes I like to read. Like wrestling, is, like people like oh watch God. wrestling. That's I could that. never watch wrestling. But you read a book. Yes. <laughs> 
Because at least I'm like taking in some form of vocabulary. Wrestling, what are you taking in? I Yeah, I, I can't. I haven't done wrestling since I was 12. Good. There's yeah. adult men who still watch wrestling. Of course there are. I don't get it. Of course there are. I don't. Like now, so I have one TV show back in the day that I will, if it's on, I will still watch it. It's called Small Wonder. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Oh, of course. Oh, my God. Vicky. I had a crush on Vicky. <laughs> No, you did. I did. No, you did. I don't know why. It was the oh weirdest show. I don't know if I was around when it first came. I, no, I think I saw it as a kid in reruns. But that show was so corny. Yeah. But it just was charming to me. I love watching that. And there was another similar show that was just so bad that it was great. And people were looking like, Small Wonder? I'm like, yeah, Vicky and, and Jerry. Was it Jamie? I think mm-hmm. the boy was named Jamie. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. If it's on, If it's on right now, I'll watch it. I wonder Over why everything. there haven't been reruns of that because I know they've brought back a lot of old shows like just, you know, playing syndication, mm-hmm. but I've never seen that one. See? It's not on Hulu, it's not on Netflix anywhere. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I've not seen it anywhere. Now that we're in this new age of, you know, on TV on demand and apps and stuff, I don't know that it will come back. I don't know how, unless you know, someone buys a rise to it and puts it on something. Is that the show that you would want to come back? Oh, yeah. Easy. That and um, what was, what was the show where the chick was an alien? Um... Was she would on? she would put she would put her fingers, fingers together. together. Yes, yes. yes, yes. It was on Nick, wasn't it? Was it? All I remember is the song. Like her dad was a space was an astronaut or something like that. I oh my god, I'm picturing what you're talking would about. Would you like to swing on a star? Yes, oh, in the, every moon in a jar. I don't. What was the name of that show? If y'all know, you're gonna have to message us and let us know. I cannot think of this. Oh, out of this world. Out of this world. There we go. Yes. Ooh, yes. Out of this world. See, I watched yes. too much TV. Out of this world. Out of this world and Small Wonder. Yeah. It's a wrap. Those were those yes. were really good shows. No, they, they weren't. <laughs> they were. They were. They were. They were good shows. And I don't mean good in that sense. They were very they were entertaining. Good in the sense of like, I would I watched them all the time. I used to watch some weird shows when I was young. Like, remember a show called Empty Nest? No. Okay, so it was a very old show. Like, the the main character was an old man. He had two very older daughters. I think they were in their 40s on the show. And he was like an older doctor. And I don't know why I watched this show. It was a white guy and two older white daughters. I've never heard of it. And it was on, I think it was a sitcom. And I'm like, this is not at all for my demographic. I think I was like 13-year-old black kid in, in Linwood. I'm like, why am I watching this show? But it was so entertaining to me. Empty Nest? Empty Nest. It was, like, it was like Golden Girls, but it was a guy. Like an older guy at the Golden Girls age, and he had two daughters. I don't know what the show was about. I just remember I watched it all the time. I also used to watch the Torkelsons. I have never heard of that ever. <laughs> Torkelsons? It's the, tor- <laughs> the worst name ever. That was their name. That was their last name, the Torkelsons. 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 Yep. I watched wow. it on Disney Channel. Wow. That was the, there were a lot of shows. I mean... We had a lot of programming. See, I, that's I, a, I remember we talking about this on an episode before. The, even just shows like that, not outside of the old black shows we used to have, mm-hmm. but just shows like that that were just like kind of silly, sugary, just stupid. Family friendly. Like, family friendly, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. easy going. Like everything we have now is either so heavy or so dark or so just pushed Dexter to like, you know, Stranger Things. Like we can't just have some simple fun. I know. Just I relax. Mean- yeah, I I miss the the simple simple fun shows because we don't just have sitcoms anymore. No, we just don't have sitcoms, and not I think that's a a big loss. But I don't know why there's not a a want for it or demand for it because they're great. Right, and it, there's again, it's also a way to bring in a lot of people who mm-hmm. who's not gonna watch those things. Right. Like 
Friends is such an easy watching show. Yes. Like, who's going to get mad at that? Oh, yeah. I don't like it because of this. Because I think about shows is people get hyped up about a show and then, like, some people don't like it because it's so hyped. Or, like, what's the last show um, that's hot right now? The Boys on Prime. Oh, yeah. We haven't started that yet. We're going to so watch I was, it. I, I've, I've watched one episode. It wasn't my thing, but that's cool. But mm-hmm. if you tell people it's not your thing, oh, my God. They crucify People get you. so pissed off. Yeah. No one feels that way about sitcoms. Mm. I've never heard that's someone true. say, nah, I didn't like Martin. Like, most people loved Martin. Everybody likes Martin. Everyone's Everybody like Martin. Like Martin, Fresh Prince, Friends. Right. Like, yeah, your basic sitcom back in the day, everybody liked. Everyone it. liked it, and if you don't, you didn't say you didn't like it. You right. just, okay, okay, cool. It's, it's funny, but like, right. there's shows today. Of people, oh, I just don't like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ain't watching that. So mm-hmm. that, that's, I think sitcoms, would, sitcoms would actually end a lot of strife in our country. I agree. Okay. Well, because when we, we had sitcoms, time. look what was happening. Dive. Wow. It was an easier time. It was much easier time. That's and the we problem. We had sitcoms for everybody. Yes, exactly. Every race, every demographic. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So we just need to go back to like what nineteen ninety two or something. That was a good time. <laughs> Music was great. TV was great. Everything was Everything great, was great in, in the nineties. Everything. And it stopped. It stopped in nine eleven. That's when it Ooh. stopped. Oh no! Don't wow. start with your conspiracy theory. Well, it literally but was. It I mean, two thousand one. Yeah, so that's it did stop yeah, 9/11. literally. Wow. Okay. I can't stop a conspiracy theory. Dun dun dun. <laughs> something to think about. All right. Any last guilty pleasures? Um, guilty pleasures. Because mm. I had my two that I'm. I'm you, you have two more. Cruci- no, I had the two oh. that I had. You I have another thing I don't like. Books. I don't think I don't like. Okay, what's another thing you don't like? Um, I don't like camping. Really? Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I've been camping and I enjoy the outdoors. Mm-hmm. I enjoy hiking. I love the scenery. Mm-hmm. Love going out. I, lo- I do not get the end part. I don't like sleeping on the ground. You got a glamp. That's why. I. Have you glamped? I have not glamped. What is that? It's glamorous camping. I would, so, I that see that sounds. I would do that. So it's like you're not you're you're not really on the floor. It's literally an apartment or like an Airbnb that's in a huge tent looking thing. But okay, it's like wood floors. Oh yeah, showers in there. Give me that. It's like oh, yeah, it's glamorous okay. camping. I'm all about see, that. See if you if you Google glamping, they'll show you glamping sites. Like John and I want to go camping, but we will we'll go glamping. I will go glamping because I can't do the whole like tent floor uncomfortable again no shower, I'm, like, I'm gonna go pay a campsite to go be homeless <laughs> that's what you're doing i'm paying to go be homeless it's the <laughs> stupidest thing ever i mean that is that's there's true. people outside these streets right here right outside your house who are putting tents underneath bridges mm-hmm. they're homeless mm-hmm. i'm now gonna go pay 35 bucks a night for whatever campsite for i rent out experience. for the same experience i'm gonna go be home no i'm good i'm good next time i go camping yosemite I'm going to the hotel or glamping. That's what I'm, I'm not sleeping on the ground. Oh I'm not. Last gosh. time I went camping, I didn't know what I was doing. We got there probably about four o'clock. We're in the mountains and you drop down into this valley. Well, there's no lights out there. Mm-hmm. So four o'clock hit and I realized the sun was just now about to start setting. Okay. I didn't have a tent up and I'd never put one up before. Oh, no. So it took me two hours to get this tent up, and this, as soon as I get the last peg in, it went pitch black. That's when I said, "Never again." Yeah, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. So no, I can't. I can't stand camping. You you have you got to be built for it. It's no. Nah, look, I'm not. I'm not built for <laughs> camping. I'm not built for camping. Nope. Uh, okay. Well, since we're gonna end on the thing that we hate right now, the last thing that I'm gonna say, I can't. There's two that I'm trying to decide with, but as much as I appreciate them doing their job. I can't stand sales associates sometimes when you tell stories. <laughs> if 
if I need you, I will come get you. Until then, leave me alone. Okay, yeah, I get it. I'm fine. I don't need help. I'm good, I promise you. No, I don't need that. No, thank you. I know what I'm looking for. No, I'm just browsing. Stop asking me questions. Like, bless your heart. I get that the protocol. I get you doing your job. But if I said no the first time, I don't need the two, three checkups, like, following. Right, yeah. And then me, after a while, I'm, like, starting to go into my mind, like, is it because I'm black? Is it because, like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? The second time I'm going, that's where I'm going. (laughs) The first time is cool, nice and cordial. No, I'm good. I got it. Thanks. And then the second time, okay. Okay, they're following me. I've been profiled. That's out the gate. It's too much. Yeah. I but I've never think I've ever them. heard someone say I hate sales associates. Okay, I don't hate them, but like I hate them. Like I don't. I get you're doing your job. I just let just go do your job. Like go put something on the rack. Like if you welcome me and you go, do you need any help? And I say no. That's the should be the yeah, end of the conversation. And if I need help, I will come find you because there are times when I may have a question. But until that question is posed, let me be. I get it. And like if I'm in your store. I'm here to buy something. Right. I don't need you to try and sell me. Because if, I mean, if you keep bothering me, I promise you I ain't going to buy out. nothing. I'm out. Yeah. That's actually a really good point. The more you bother me, the, le- the more likely I'm not going to buy. Right. Okay. So. I'm with you on that. So I'm sorry if you're a sales associate and you listen to our <laughs> podcast. I do love you, but just leave people, let people shop. Take some notes. <laughs> leave us alone. We'll come get you. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to be back in a couple of weeks. We will post an official date of when we will be returning. But we're so grateful that you listened to the last 20 episodes. And make sure you follow us on all social media. Subscribe. Listen to old episodes. If you got any questions, hit us up. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at We Need to Talk the Podcast and Twitter at underscore We Need to Talk underscore. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.